just after 3 o'clock where there's a massive truck fire on 23 um, at this moment near Ida. Mm. So if I, uh, ladies, Ashley and Alex are here today. Good to have Ashley back with us. We've got a lot of updates to get to with everybody, actually. Um, There might be uh, longer pauses that the listener won't have to deal with, but you ladies might. So I can keep an eye on that uh, that situation. All right? Capiche. Sounds good. Cool. Um, I, uh, I, I've been, I had a three hour coffee with a friend today. Actually, Ashley in your neighborhood. Do you remember, uh, so basically I don't have a lot to talk about today. That's fine. You girls can gab. But Ashley, remember when I was looking at that house on Stamford street? Stamford. I believe so. Yes. It's like in the, it's in the shadow of the Bowser football stadium. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Right down the street from. A school that we'll talk about, if you're able to, shortly. Um, I met this friend today at uh, Plate 21. Nice. Or, or whichever plate that is. I confuse the numbers. Very nice little spot. It yeah, is nice. super cute. Um, I like it, that place. If I, had, uh, if I had purchased that house, I would have walked to that spot every day when it was nice. Um, cool spot. I, I still like that neighborhood a lot, Ashley. That's, that's your hood. Yeah, I love the neighborhood. I love being over here. That's what Kevin's so, always like looking at houses and stuff, and he's like constantly trying to pull us out of here. And I'm like, um, yeah, still no. I have we to have a, Toledo. We have a viewing tomorrow at um, one over on the corner from there. You hold and on here. To, you hold on to your underpants one second, okay? Don't <laughs> stop. Um, two things that I'm I'm dying to know with with Ashley. I'm sure I'm missing all of the drama in the group text, and I'm winking like Agatha right now. Has there been a group text? I'm like, did I get kicked out of the group text? I haven't seen one of those in weeks. So I left it. It's been quiet. All right, I'll come back. (laughs) Um, Ashley, I I think Alex wants to know this. What the fuck was wrong with your car? Um, I I haven't got it fixed. (laughs) What? (laughs) Ashley. (laughs) I haven't had time. Like, I, the schedule, like, my schedule, I mean, hello, it's been, like, nuts. I feel like I'm constantly like doing something or catching up on something. Can so they not? Been... Can they not come pick your car up and drop off a loaner for you? Like, isn't that how new cars work these days? Like, the dealership has comp cars or courtesy cars. Yeah, I mean, probably, but that involves like calling and a conversation <laughs> to someone to like explain the issue to get past to someone else to explain Fair. the issue. Ashley, and I your just haven't done it. Your connection is fine, but the. It's a little muffled. Like, we can't hear you that well. Hmm. I I can talk louder. It might also be because I'm kind of sick. Oh. I think it's a connection, having... but we'll, uh, we'll, we'll get by. Sorry. Um, if, uh, if your car rolls down into the ditch with you in it and you call and be like, hey, can you come get me? I'm like, sorry, don't have time. Yeah, no, totally that. I mean, it, that would be fair. I get it. I would call AAA first anyways. But no, it's it's just been it's been chaos. So I, I definitely need to do it before, you know, it's like too late. You but thank God we, we haven't had any snow yet. So, you know, I just make sure I turn the parking brake on like the, you know, the emergency brake, if you will. And then mm. hopefully so far, no rolling. Seems to be great on pavement. Normal pavement is great on. <laughs> Oh, um, when I bought my car, and actually yours is brand new as well, and Alex, you'll have to look for this when you go to look for a new car. What? <laughs> my little bucket driver. <laughs> <laughs> and Alex, not you, but when you get one, 
I'm kidding. I'm Stop. kidding. I poke Stopping fun. And, and working breaks is so overrated. Um, <laughs> my the the guy who was helping me figure out the car, and I I don't know if I told the story before, but the guy's like, do you, do you watch Star Trek? I'm like, well, that's a weird question, but um, yeah, he's like, do you remember that uh, how Chekhov died? And this is oh. a sixty-something-year-old guy, and I'm like. He didn't die. He's like one of the few. He's like, no, the kid. I'm like, oh, yeah. His car pinned him against the gate and he died. He's like, that. oh, yeah. So, Ashley, do you have an automatic emergency brake on your car? Mine does. Yes. But apparently it doesn't. I don't. So it's very weird because when I reverse and like where or if I'm just like parked, but I have like my foot on the brake and I'm like, oh, like I dropped something or, oh, I got to like open my door real quick to like let the seatbelt out because sometimes I'm notorious for like throwing the seatbelt over and then shutting the door. And it like puts the parking brake on then, but it doesn't do it any other time. But yeah, it like it like if I'm in drive with my foot on the brake and I open the door, the parking brake goes on. But apparently, opening the door, putting it in park, it just slid. That's the problem. It was just right. It was, right. I don't know that it was a uh, you know a misfunction of like the parking brake. I think it was a misfunction of the actual tire prop. It's a tire right. problem. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Well. We're glad you're, I'm, I mean, I'll speak for myself. Uh, I'm glad you're safe for now. <laughs> yeah, for now. You know, I'm sure something else will happen, but hey, I'm alive. Ke- Ke- Alex, you still there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm just practicing muting myself if I need to. Oh, yeah. When you mute, we can hear Ashley better. Oh, so then but it's me that's making all the noise. I, I think it's drowning her out a little bit, but, but don't turn it on and off because it, it's probably going to be a little disorienting. It's going to be awkward. Ashley, has Kevin updated, I don't know, any life insurance policies lately? No. <laughs> okay. Not yet. Yeah. Does, not he, yet. does he know how to do that or is that your thing? Um, I think he knows how to do that. Okay. I've, I've gotten all of our life insurance policies, but he's a smart dude. Okay. He can figure it out. Is there, when last we left, I think we just dabbled a little bit. We did Salt Bay discussion about your... Your showdown with a certain educator. Is there one Ooh. less educator now in the TPS system because of anything you might have done? No. Um, we had a, we had our conversation. Um, it just kind of it went in circles, and I had cooled down though because like the first one we ended up having to cancel, um, and then the, the next one like the time didn't work out, or like Kevin wasn't going to be off work or something like that, so we rescheduled. So, like, I had some time to cool down a little bit, um, but it's just, you know, it's, I just need, it's three more months, right? Like, I just need to get through it, and we'll, we'll make do. They're back in school, so not as much stuff, you know, having to go on at home. Um, you know, it's on her now, so that's where we're at. To bring everybody up to speed, uh, Ashley had a problem with Tucker's teacher. Um, you were doing her job or trying to help her be more organized, and uh, there was a bit of a bit of a dust up. And um, yeah, I wouldn't say trying to do her job. I was trying to assist in like what could help alleviate the the pressure on everyone, teacher and parents alike. Wow. Was well, she receptive to that? It sounds like no. Maybe no? No. I mean, but this went back like a long time ago. Like I offered assistance at like the beginning of the year and then things, yeah. you know, slowly got worse. But then like, you know, Tucker was like, um, I feel like she doesn't like me and I feel like it's a problem. So then I was <laughs> like, okay, so now it's a problem, you know? Yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll get there. You thought she was kind of acting like uh, a 19-year-old on Twitter uh, being vengeful towards Tucker, where he thought that, after you tried to help? 100%. 
yeah no and i mean mm-hmm. i still definitely feel that way so it's not, it, it didn't change any of my feelings it's just more like you know sometimes you just gotta get through it and not much is gonna change right now and i just need to plow through how old, how old do you think she is? Not that, well, age doesn't uh, have something to do with it. I would it. say early 60s. Oh mm. shit, she is not subtweeting your son on the internet. Okay. No. Yeah, what? no. I would say yeah. She's doing the 60-year-old version of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, where it's like right in their face. But she did say something that I found um like odd and like come like many times it was like, "Oh, hey, you know, I I've been actively trying for a month." to just pass on things and to not, you know, make sure that I'm not calling students out. And it was like multiple times. Well, for the past month. So I have a feeling that I probably wasn't the first person that had this problem. Um, and, but you know, maybe hopefully the last. So we'll see. Hmm. Hold on. You said she said she's tried to stop calling out students. Yeah. Like she was trying to, um, stop lingering on the fact that someone didn't know where they were or pointing out, you know, the flaws or that they didn't have their work and like kind of poking and picking at them. Um, she had tried for a month to stop doing that or That's, for the past month. How hmm. admirable. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, uh, okay. She's like, you know, I just got to the point where, you know, if they're not going to know her, they're just not, you know, if they're not going to care then we just have to keep moving on. And I'm like, yeah, okay. I mean, after like, after it was said like five times, I was, I kept trying to end the conversation. I was like, you know what? Like, you already know, you know what you're doing, and nothing's changing. So like, there's just this is this is gonna go nowhere. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. You know. So uh, wow. Um. Well, I I guess be like to your point. He's back. They're back. I think they're gonna stay. And three quick months. So yes, yes. That's um, all I need. Now uh, let's let's shift over, Alex. I'm actually kind of surprised that you said you have some some viewings, which is the diligent thing to do. Um, doing the dil- due dil- doing your due diligence. But would you like to share what you shared with me last night with uh, with the audience, Alexandria? Yes, that's you. Sorry, I lost connection. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, what was, uh, what was would, that? Would you like to share with the room? <laughs> Uh, I, I'm surprised that you, you have some viewing scheduled, not of like dead people at funerals, but other kinds of yeah. viewings. Would you like to share with the crowd what you, uh, you shared last night with me? I will share some. I can share full details with you guys later. But um, we viewed a house yesterday that I was really excited about and um, we loved it. And so then I got really, I don't know if anybody else experiences this, but like when I'm planning for something it's one thing but when it's right in front of me I get really anxious and nervous and so we put an offer in on a house last night um Woo. when we I know um and you know we had our plan going forward the house was over our budget but it was extremely outdated but when this house was like an antique it was beautiful nothing was out of place there was not a stain on the carpet not like dirt in the windowsill, like nothing. Like it was, it was in pristine condition. I was shocked. Um, and so for that reason, and with the neighborhood that it was in, it was off of Glendale, like Glendale Eastgate um, on the Swan yeah. Creek side. So very nice neighborhood. So it was perfect. It was ideal for us. Um, and so we chose to put in an offer 
Um, and when we got home, we're working on it. And I talked to Eric and I was really excited. It was an ideal circumstance for me because um, the person that lived there had passed away. And so the person that was caring for the estate trying to sell the home just needed to sell it. And so I said, this could mm -hmm. be good because maybe they'll just take our offer and not worry about saying like, okay, well, I'll wait for another offer or, you know, like right. I said, this could be good because maybe they just want to get it off of their hands and th the mortgage was paid off. So it's not like, you know what I mean? Everything right. they were getting from the sale, they were pocketing for the, it was going to the trust, which that person was in charge of and it was their trust. So it must've been this person's parent or grandparent or family member that they were selling their home for. Um, we ended up not finishing our offer last night. <gasps> Whoa! I didn't tell you. I didn't have a chance to really talk to you today. Um, the timing is not right. And it's, it has something to do with Eric, what you and I talked about last night. But Thomas and I were like, listen, it's, it happened quicker than we thought we did. And when you're buying a home, you have to have like your down payment. You may have to have earnest money together. You have to have all, all of this stuff together and everything is happening quicker than we thought. And so we would have had to scramble. We didn't want to have to borrow. And so it was just like, you know what? What is for us will be for us. This is just not, we'll find another house that we fall in love with. I feel like I made a logical decision, <laughs> but I feel bad. I, I was sad about it. I was like, oh God, this house was perfect in the perfect neighborhood, had the perfect yard. And whoever lived there had groomed it so nice. I mean, there was not a weed, not a weed in sight, like in the driveway and the flower bed that is just shrubs now, but like everything was perfect. And um, yeah, we ended up passing on it. And not that it would have made a difference because it's already contingent. Like it was, it went oh my God, pending. Yeah. It went pending. It hit the market yesterday and it went pending this morning. Yeah, so, everyone with, I've talked to is basically like houses are gone before they even are, are almost even like actually listed. Yeah, they're gone the same day, like the same yeah. day or the, not even 24 hours later. So I was very sad about it and bummed about it. And Thomas had to do a lot of like pep talk with me. Like, it's okay. We are making like we felt good about ourselves in the decision we made. Um, but it it didn't make it didn't make it sting any less, if that makes any sense. So we walked away from it. Um yeah, we walked away from it. I don't know. I'm going to guess as much as you had the right idea to put the offer in, hope they see it and take it and see the letter. I'm yeah. going to guess it had a, I'm going to guess somebody outbid you. And they I'm sure. Just, so I'm sure they would have, they would have outbid us. And we, you're exactly right. Like we would have had to ask concessions that they maybe would be unwilling to provide. And so. Well, that's disappointing, but um, it's yeah. good. It's good to get the disappointment out of the way early, so that keeps the expectations in perspective moving forward. So we yeah. are touring. We are touring something tomorrow um, that will also probably go just as quickly. So I don't have my heart set on it. It's on Circular Drive. Oh yeah. Um, aren't, it's, but aren't all drives circular? <laughs> so it's that's right behind, too, behind like Wixies and all that right behind Wixie the only challenge is it's right at that corner where the ravine is to go down into that little park that yeah. that um and so with the dogs I don't know what that yard is gonna look I'm like eh, I don't know what this is gonna look like but it's so beautiful it's a cute little house it's not perfect for me because there's you know I would prefer something bigger but Thomas really loves it so we're gonna go see it Ashley, uh, Alex, Alex gets lives over there or rented. No, Alex rented over there, like kind of near Jody. What's that neighborhood called? Um, so it's so I would say from 
where the Harvard Circle is, like where that little circle with all the waterfalls. Yeah. From there going like down towards Maumee, they call that Delaware Creek That's slash right. Beverly. Um, and then I would say that the Broadway neighborhood, I don't know what that, they would call that, but I would say that's more like East Broadway neighborhood once you get to like the other side of Broadway. I think Delaware Creek is, is the spot, like kind of um, like th- that side entrance where the zoo is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that's not like I think Broadway, like I think Old South End, but that yeah. neighborhood where Jody moved into and where, where Alex was over in that neighborhood. Yeah, I, I think, think that's th- called Harvard, Harvard Terrace. Harvard that, Terrace, yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. I knew it had a name. Um, well, Alex, good luck, even though it doesn't sound like you're too hot for the place. No, yeah, no. Thomas really loves it. I was, I personally am looking for more of a yard, and it was like it's a three bed, one bath, like not even one and a half. So. I'm like, mm, we don't really want to move somewhere that we're going to grow out of in the next like five years or six years, you know, whatever that. So I'm like, I'm looking for more of three bed, two bath. You might be able to put a half in pretty easily, though. The basement was finished. So the basement is, is finished and it, okay. it looks really nice. Everything was updated. We wouldn't we wouldn't even have to put a drop of paint in this house. It was so beautiful. Floors and everything. Um, it was just that I'm curious what the backyard is going to be like for the dogs like it. From the yacht, from the road, and from all the at like the Zillow ads, it doesn't even look like there's a yard space for them to pee or poop unless we make them go out front. Uh, okay, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's. It, I'm trying to think of which house it is. I'll have to go drive by later, um, just to go stalk it and see. Um, it's beautiful. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. I love that area over there too. Like when we yeah. first started, even looking back over here, like I had no idea that this part, like even the road that we live on, I had no idea that this even existed. Um, <laughs> But like yeah. everything, everything along the the ravine is like pretty, pretty nice. Just because you get like the foil, you know, the foliage. The foliage, the, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's kind of like nice little backdrop. But yeah, for dogs, that would be hard. And that, and and so Thomas was like, "This is exactly what you want," because I would love, you know, so much foliage in the back that I could like walk naked through my kitchen and nobody's gonna see. And you know what I mean? There is, yeah. there would be no way for somebody to see that, but. It just, you know, and it's it's going to go like in a, in a hurry. It's on the lower end of our budget, which is nice. But it's I'm just like if I I'm probably going to have to offer 20 grand over asking for this one because it's so beautiful and it's in a good neighborhood. And it has like it checks all the boxes for probably a lot of people. It's just not checking some for me. So I'm not like over the moon about it. Are you looking for like forever home or is it like forever? Kind of. Okay. No, no, definitely not starter. So I'm not looking for a starter home. If that, okay. if that makes any sense, like it doesn't have to be, you know, if, if we, you know, have better jobs 10 years from now and the market is, is right for us, then maybe we will choose to move, but not anytime soon. Like I'm not looking for a starter home. Ashley, I don't know if you would agree with me or not. I think you might, but I'll say nobody should be looking for a starter home right now. Yeah. <laughs> because you're you're risking uh, you're you're risking the market. I don't think this is a bubble that's going to collapse like what we endured 13 years ago. But mm. some of these homes, simply because of the inventory, might be more like houses usually grow in value. But with mm-hmm. where the market is right now, you might not get that increased value if you were to move on to another home. So I wouldn't tell anybody to buy a starter home right now. I think there's some people that are that are nudging me in that direction, and they're you know especially with the market, and they'll say. Well, it's okay. You know, it's all right. You can just get something that you're not really happy with, but you know, you can move out of. And I'm like, mm, no, I'd rather rent. 
Yeah. Right? Because if you're gonna if you're gonna pay one ninety and you're only gonna get two ten out of it or two hundred, yeah. you you might as well rent. Yeah. Um, what was it, the price value that neighborhood? Oh, I'm gonna sound like my dad here, and my dad my dad loves loves the dogs, and he had said something to me. He planted this seed in my head. I don't know if it, when if it was when I was looking for the house or, or whatever. He's, He's like, don't make decisions. He's like, I know you love the dog or dog, whatever he said at the time. Don't make decisions based on the dogs because they'll be happy with anything. So this doesn't sound like the place, but if you love the inside, like you love the other one Mm -hmm. and the backyard isn't really what you want, it's it's kind of a pain in the ass to walk the dogs, but you're the one that has to be happy. They'll look, all you got to do is go throw a treat and they'll be happier than anything. I don't think so. So I am (laughs) so tired of walking my damn dogs right now. Like, I I mean, that's... (laughs) No, and I walk them for, like, exercise, but just having them go out, you know, the multiple times a day because we're in an apartment complex, so we have to have leashes. And then, you know, they don't get to run. Like, I would like them to... Like, I'm sorry, I am making a decision for the dogs. And I'm I'm (laughs) proud of it. There's never been a time where Diddy pulled me aside. He's like, Dad... That was, a, that was a great walk. Like, we just walked the circle twice, and we're exhausted. But it would have been a hell of a lot fucking better if you let us run. And, but it's, and I'm like, Diddy, listen, I, I totally get it. Here's some peanut butter. And they're like, we're cool. But it's for me. It's, it's actually because their owners are lazy as hell. Like, not necessarily for them. Like, it's because we're fucking tired of it. Here's how I <laughs> rationalized it. And we've talked about this um, with my mood and stuff. If I had a yard, I would do. I would likely do because of laziness a lot less walking around the neighborhood with the dogs. So by not having a Probably. yard, those fuckers and I are hauling ass on nice days. So, Ashley, what's you've got dogs now? What's your take on on that? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have dogs if I didn't have a yard. <laughs> <laughs> I just I, think it wouldn't happen. Especially I just like think about it. Like, yeah. Gravel road. Like, if I had to walk, and to be honest, like, circular is like, like, I love that neighborhood back there, and the houses are, like, all very cool. Um, but, like, I guarantee you they will be much like us. You will not get plowed. You will not have. Salt. Oh, no. Mm-mm. You will, like, like, I'm pretty sure, like, four or three weeks ago, the day that I rolled down the driveway, a UPS or a USPS truck rolled down that, like, steep hill yeah. um, and ran over the stop sign. So, I mean, it's just, you know, it's one of those things where just don't ever anticipate that. Make sure your next car does have four-wheel drive. <laughs> no. Actually, that's almost, that's almost, I would say, I, I know there are some neighborhoods that have really shitty roads and hopefully those get fixed now, but at least from my side of town, what I found, the plowing leaves a lot to be desired everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like, you, like if we get, like, a lot of snow, you can't even get out. Just because the way that, like, then the where like the the road is, especially if it's on that corner, like there's you you're only gonna be able to go up. Like you can't go down because you'll just you'll never make it back. They went in, but they didn't come out. I don't know. There's just so much. I I think about it in terms of like getting because I can't take my dogs out at the same time, Eric, and I think that's different for me and you. So I'm taking them out one at a time, and so like. If I want to get, when I wake up in the morning and I take them out, like it's so much easier for me to open the door and be like, okay, go outside and use the bathroom. I'm going to come back and get ready. And then I'll let you in in like 10 minutes or five minutes, you know, where where before I'm like one at a time. Okay. Now this one's going now. This one, it's exhausting. Those bastards. I hate to bring this up because it's so morbid, but it's so, it's just so pragmatic. You're going to be around a lot longer than they are. And when you replace 
them, you might have completely <laughs> different kinds of dogs. <laughs> I sound my like my dad. Is. You do sound like your dad, old man Eric over here. Not old man. My, my, I was like shocked when my dad said it too. He's like, don't make a decision based on the dogs. I'm like, who are you talking to? What, why do you hate me? And then I realized they, they're not paying for anything anyway. So, but it's, it, they're tough decisions, especially now with like, Ashley, you remember me looking for a house. I don't know if, I don't think you went with me anywhere. You might, did, did you come at all? Or did I just ask you about streets and stuff? No, you sent me like, you'd send me random addresses and be like, open house now, go. <laughs> and I'd like randomly show up at these house and they'd be like, hi, here's a pamphlet. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not buying. I'm looking for a friend who's already been here. <laughs> but, but then like I could have pre-lived in that. I could have tried the house out for three or four days. <laughs> now you have like three or four minutes to make a decision. So that makes yeah. it so yeah. much more challenging. Yeah, yeah, we're waiting on getting quotes for our upstairs because I think if we get quotes and if it seems to be in our range and we can pay cash to do it, um, I think we're going to hop on it and then maybe list the house and sell. Where are you going to go? Somewhere probably. I would like to stay like the same area that you're looking like Beverly, you know, either in this area, like over Delaware Creek or Beverly, maybe pushing out to like the Heather Downs, you know, area between Heather yeah. Downs and Glendale. Um, my grandparents live back there in that neighborhood. So maybe, but that's, that's our, that's our plan right now. Cause we're growing out of our space. <laughs> it's so, I, I was, I have a friend that helped me buy or helped me get set up in my place and she's looking, maybe looking to sell her place. And I was like, I got to swap for you because like, <laughs> it, it's great to sell a house right now. You're going to make a shit ton of money, but then you uh -huh. realize like, unless you're, you're going to go, spend a shit ton more. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you can't win unless you're just going to go rent somewhere because I'm, I'm sure you guys have given that some thought like you'd make a nice profit on your house even if you even if you sent Tucker and Parker or Cardi P upstairs and were like kids piss and shit wherever you want you're still going to get you're still going to make a nice profit on your house then you're going to have to spin it around and overpay for another place well I mean the goal is that because of what we bought our house for like hopefully we'll be able to double what we paid wow. for our house if not wow. more so we bought our house for seventy thousand back in like the the housing crisis market. The house next to us just sold for one sixty seven. Wow! Wow! Of last year, yeah. So yeah. that would be a life goal. So, but the getting the upstairs done is like the most important piece of that puzzle. And honestly, like we might get the upstairs done and be like, okay, this is enough space now. Like, you know, we are adding two bedrooms and a full and a full bathroom. Mm -hmm. So. I, we might be like, hey, now this makes sense. Like now we're all, we can all three be on separate floors, you know, kids, me, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> and the dogs are outside. Exactly. Um, you know, I, I didn't consider that if you are going to make so much of a profit because of what you paid, what you were able to take advantage of then when buying, maybe yeah. overpaying for something now, especially if you like it, um, you're still going to be left with some money in your pocket. Yeah, and that would be, I think, you know, goal too. But, like, we have, like, weird standards too. Like, we have to have, if it's not going to all be on one floor, like, we have to have a, uh, like, you know, first floor master of some sort or a room that can eventually uh -huh. be turned into a first floor master. I mean, uh -huh. the next home that we get, I think, would be, like, forever home, you know? Um, I think we knew we weren't going to be here forever, depending on how many kids we had, but it was enough space to definitely get us by, you know, like, the first, you know, eight, ten years of their life. Um, but I can't imagine like four adults being here or even like two teenagers and two adults. Um, don't forget all, but we uh, need like, don't forget all Parker's boys that she'll be bringing over. I know that milkshake. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but we'll eventually probably have to take care of my parents. So, you know, that's kind of, you know, I'm, that's 
kind of where my head is at. So I would like to have a first floor master. You know, my dad does tile for a living and the knees are going to go at some point and we're going to, and I don't, I don't want one of those chair lifts on my stairs in my <laughs> brand new fancy house. So we're going <laughs> to, either that or I'm going to put like a, you know, a wheel and a dolly system out the window. He's going to have to jump in the bucket and hoist them up every night. You'll dummy waiter him up. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was looking for. My, uh, where my dad lives now in my grandparents' home, uh, they had the chair. And, like, I think the only thing you can do is sit in that thing. It, it was a small, narrow uh-huh. stairway. But I've banged my toes. I've knocked my <laughs> knees so many times. It's like walking next to, like, a metal contraption with knives sticking out. <laughs> exactly. See, I don't want that. And it's just not aesthetically a pleasing. Right. And I am someone that, like, I have to have things in order like I moved offices recently um at the hotel and Ben I moved into his old office and he had so much shit everywhere within like 20 minutes I was like I can't even be in this room like I have to completely clean this off he's like I'll get to it I'm like never mind I'll get to it (laughs) I can't say this like it overwhelms my head so I can't have like things out of place or things that don't look like aesthetically symmetrical or in line Uh with where I'd like them to be um, any other helpful advice other than find another god or two to pray to to for Alex for the house buying? <laughs> My only recommendation, and I'm glad that we did this it this way. Like we bought a house, which I, I at first I hated this house, um, but because like very quickly I was like, oh okay, like paint, wallpaper. Don't let any of those things scare you. If yeah, it fits and has the bones, and I mean I feel like you know that, you know. Um, it's the go that route if you can save some money because the money that you decide to you're gonna make changes no matter what to be what you right. want so if you have to put in a little extra elbow grease to get that stuff out of there then it's worth it and so that's actually it. that's what we did so the house we put an offer on last night eric okay. you saw it it was it was ancient it was like they had a bed they had a bed in every room and the bed the bed the duvet matched the drapes like oh. it was as in like the, it was the exact same pattern. It was ancient, oh ancient wallpaper, old floors, you know, linoleum floors, like just old, but it was just in really good condition. So it was all yeah. livable. So it's like, as we, if we were to do room by room, I would have no problem like cooking in that kitchen because it was just right. that good. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 Then there you go. That's all I have. I'm gonna Hopefully. keep. I'm gonna keep an eye on that house to see what the actual offer was when the contingency goes away. I'm curious. I will be bummed because we weren't offering far under the asking, like not far at all. But it was just we had some concessions, and we knew. I knew that there was going to be so many comp- competing offers that it was like, you know what I mean. Even if this is ideal of them just wanting to get it off their hands, um, and then I think you know because we have to write a letter, and I'm like, this letter is fucking fantastic anybody who tells us no is evil (laughs) and greedy (laughs) did you uh did you did you talk about uh all the loss of life you've uh endured over the last year well we had to i mean how do you you not you know and then why do you have to write a letter because we have an fha loan not a conventional loan and this house, like, it, I mean, there was no, there would have been no issue with it going FHA because it would have passed everything. But um, so it really, I don't think would have been an issue here. But for other homes, like other sellers, they can choose not to sell to us because they know that FHA has more, has 
harsher standards. Stipulations, yeah. Yeah, has things, requirements and things that they would have to meet so they could say no to us. And um, I think something with closing costs as well. So it's just, we're less of an attractive buyer. Ashley, do you remember the, any kind of like radio dialogue that we would have where we would complain about people who would be like, look, if I, if I don't get these Taylor Swift tickets, my grandmom is totally dying of cancer. <laughs> yeah. When yeah. People would do that. Yeah. Like, that's the, that's the kind of letter that Alex has to write because it could be the difference between, um, an equal bid with somebody. Yeah. yeah. No, I get it. I mean, it, so we did. We, it, it, the letter actually focused a lot on Thomas, but that's because I wrote it. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? He refuses to read it, but it was just like, Hey, like, We've had to prioritize our loved ones and our family for most of our young adult life. And now we're ready to have our own lives. And this, you know what I mean? Like this is the, this is the foundation to that. And so you never know, I might change it. Thomas's police exam is on the first. So if he gets into the academy, I'm like, I'm going to type that shit up too. Like, <laughs> but there you, you go. Know. Yeah. You never know. Um, one of, a, a girl I work with just sold her house and it sold again, like in the weekend that she listed it, but she's up in Michigan and mm-hmm. she had like a bidding war for her house. And it was one was actually $5,000 less, but mm-hmm. she liked their story because they also See. apparently both oh, of them wrote letters and yeah. she wrote their story and she was like, this, these are the kind of people that we know want to be in this neighborhood and that like yeah. deserve to be in this neighborhood. They were both police officers. She was like, you know, they want to live in the community that they work. And I, couldn't say no to that so that's usually like five or ten thousand dollars less and she was like i we didn't care we just went with it that's actually that's exactly what we did last night well what we were going to do so we offered them ten thousand dollars less than asking because we knew you know but we offered them more in in earnest money so we offered them earnest money and then ten thousand well we were going to ten thousand less than asking and then we were going to submit the letter and see if they would consider it and i felt like it was a really good like it could have been a really good chance but we just chose to back out of it and i know it's going to haunt me forever but (laughs) you know we just needed to for your sake i hope it's like 203 that Mm, yeah because you weren't going to go with that but tell thomas like put the pressure on him like you being a police officer a part of this community putting your life on the line every day that's got to be worth like three grand yeah (laughs) (laughs) so i was talking with my brother about it and my brother said like the he said a no-no and he's like tell thomas to sell his rifles you'll get like 10 grand for those and i'm just no like oh my god (laughs) that's his life's work i could never that would be like telling you eric to sell your transformers like you know what i mean no i could never you're i mean you don't need money necessarily you just need a, a better narrative um yeah so that's why like thomas like look you can't fail like it, somebody, it, let's say, like we're buying from a, a police family or a blue family, and we got five grand less than this other family that's just running, you know, McDonald's or something. I'll send it to you. I mean, I'll send it to you and have a read and let me know. It. You're good at stuff like that, so you let me know what you think. Uh, I mean, t- when I say Thomas refuses to read it, he refuses because he's like, <laughs> "This is char- we're not charity," and I was like, "But we kind of have to be." Like, yeah. you know, uh, I look. totally wrote a very similar letter to get my kid into Beverly. I had to like write a letter yeah. to get him out of district. And I was like, yeah. I totally plan on moving into the neighborhood when the time's right. And mm-hmm. these will be his friends forever. That's if, good so. to know, though, that your friends did that. If yep. we have learned anything from American Idol over 20 years, it's that it's the story, not necessarily the story will always be the best tiebreaker. 
Yeah. I mean, we have yeah. a good story. We do. We have it. We have, you guys know that we have a good story. Mm-hmm. So hopefully what is for us will happen. And I'm, we're just holding it together that way. Yo, if there's like somebody with cancer though, I mean, or, or I mean, there are worse stories than yours. So just, <laughs> and they could be lying. I don't know. I don't know too many people who lost their parents three weeks apart from each other. Like that was fucking yeah. awful. And, yeah. and let's not forget, like when I met Thomas, he was literally like sitting his mom on the toilet and then wiping her butt and then putting her back in the bed like and bathing her. Did you narratively create that in the letter? I did. I did. I, I did. I said, you know, exactly what his daily duties were on top of working full time to financially take care of his mom and his little sister because his dad died of cancer when he was 20. <laughs> so he became the man of the house. I, I said all of those things. So I know he would I, hate it. I would, I'd love to look at it. Um, yeah. Certain little adjectives. You can dress things up without lying. Uh, yeah. No, it's all truthful. All of it. Um, Ashley, you said something a couple of minutes ago. Um, uh, your friend in Michigan. Like I, I kind of pr- I prodded my brother a little bit. Um, I don't know. I think my dad said that house back in Philadelphia that where Paul lives in is, is everybody still there? Yeah, I think she just muted herself again. Alex, did you mute? maybe she had somebody come by? Um, I think my dad said that house is worth like a hundred ninety grand. Now remember, it's Philadelphia, so the market prices are completely different. Right. Um, I got it. I I was prodding Paul, especially now as so they've got Phoenix. He's nine, mm-hmm. so he's in the Philadelphia public school system. They have baby N coming along, and I get it. They they, uh, they would move to a house and have a house payment, and maybe they're overpaying and they don't have a house payment now, but they're they're fixing a lot of things because the house is is rather old. But mm-hmm. yeah, I prided my brother. I was like, Paul, there could be like fifty grand just sitting out there for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but it's every every situation is is unto itself. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ashley, you're totally cool with uh, leaving the kids in TPS? Yeah, I'm good with that. How come? Because most people aren't. Um, Because I went to Catholic school and I resented it. So I'm good. (laughs) I'm totally good. (laughs) I mean, Beverly's a really good school. You know, I think I, you know, we we went back and forth. We tried the, you know, Catholic school thing. Um, Just wasn't a fan, you know. Um, and other than, I mean, there's not what, there's a few like Lutheran schools, but I'm definitely not sending them. It's just not my cup of tea currently. If Tucker so wishes to want to maybe go that route at some point, then that would be totally fine with me. Um, but I mean, Beverly, I didn't see any difference between sending my kid to a private school versus sending them to a public at this point in time. Um, and I was good with that. And also like, I enjoy the diversity. There's things that I missed. I'm happy to have those conversations with my kid. I don't want it to be an easy life. So, good. you know, I'm totally good with that. Um, so at, you were talking about like the Eastgate Heather Downs area. Well, what what high school would that wind up being? Or middle school, I guess, if we look even clo- closer to the now. Well, he's in Beverly now. And since we're out of district, he can stay at Beverly until he's done. So until eighth grade. What that high goes sc- through eighth. Then then high school, it'd, be, it'd be Bowser. Kevin's a little wishy-washy on the Bowser situation. Uh-huh. Um, so maybe, you know, come high school there, maybe we'd send him, you know, private or something. Um, but however, I would prefer him to go to a trade school. So if anything, right. 
you know, and it's, it's unfortunate because Toledo doesn't really have a trade high school from what I know. I think Wait. they teach different trades in school. The uh, And it might be out of his interest, but you never know, or who knows what it will be. And I always forget this when I talk about Penta and TSA, the Toledo Technology Academy on Upton. Oh, okay. Yeah, but isn't so, that more like STEM-based learning? Uh, it might be. I think there's like a lot of aeronautical things like space and planes, but who knows where it will be then. But I always forget about that place. So I know what you're talking about with trades and stuff. Yeah, um, like I want him to be a mechanic or like an electrician. <laughs> you're, going, you're, you're enrolling in, at Stotzenberger when you're in 10th grade. Correct. Yeah, I'm totally fine with that. Totally good with that. College um, is expensive and... You know, I have friends that have spent hundreds and thousands of dollars on degrees. And yes, while they're successful now, like, I'm totally good with him, like, going into, you know, a, being mm-hmm. an electrician and being able to fix a shit for me, but also, like, make money right out of high school. I was, uh, when the guys were finishing yeah. up Friday night, we were sitting around having some beers. The, uh, the nice lady that was, uh, that I've been hanging out with was also over and we were just, so she's a, a counselor. Um, these guys are contractors and actually, um, actually it's Mary Beth from the river's son. Uh, oh, okay. Remember Mary Beth, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he just moved back from Brooklyn with his friend and they started this restoration place up. We we're just talking about like what's going on, like different sides of, of the housing issue and pandemic stuff. And I was just looking around the room, like you're a counselor, you guys are, are, uh, do are contractors going to be booming business for a long time. And, I, some people had asked me like who did the work or whatever. And I was always hesitant to pass it along because I thought these guys had been, and they are super busy. Um, but they said, Hey, look, we'll take it. We'll take anybody because people drop out all the time, but they are not hurting for work. Um, to your point about uh, not hurting for work in the sense that somebody always has to be a contractor. Like a robot's not Uh taking that job away to your point about, about Tucker, like go into something where you don't have you don't have a loan for seventy thousand dollars, and people will always need this job at least for the most of this century. Yeah, no, I mean, I, totally. I mean, I think even you know, with within our age, you know, there's dying, there's industries that are dying. You know, people this aren't one. taking on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But people aren't taking on, like, they don't want to take on their family's business. You know, they don't want to, you know, continue that or for whatever reason. And, you know, everyone thinks they can be, like, internet famous in some form. You know, there's now people that can, like, sell whatever services they wish to online. Um, So I think it's just, it's taking a turn and it's different. So I'd like to, you know, kind of mold him that way. Um, I don't want him to think that he has to be a doctor. You know what I mean? And also, I'm not going to be able to pay for college. So if he wants to be a doctor, that's great. But as of right now, it's not looking promising for your college. Right. So, um... (laughs) Remember all those Robux you wanted when you were seven? That's where your college tuition. <laughs> so it's yeah, it's it's tough. Um, I, I'm the oldest, and my parents were able. Somebody pointed this out. Uh, Vinny pointed this out. He's like, our parents were able to save for college, um, yeah. simply because it was so much less expensive then um, than it is now. Like it's a, I've, as I've said many times, it's a full fledged business. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. where it was more about the prestige. And truly higher education um, and getting that stuff. And it wasn't such a predatory practice to get all your money. It's different now. So, Ashley, yeah. you've got the right attitude at this age. And if you can save any money in any way in case he decides to do whatever, it's there. Whether it's to get him his own place so he can, you know, 
be a mechanic and do that or whatever. Yeah, and that's exactly it. Like, I would much rather, like, money that we do save, I would rather go to something that has, not that an education doesn't have a long-term effect, but, I mean, there's, we've clearly seen that anything can happen and anything can completely wipe out, you know, whatever job you had may not even be anymore. I mean, we've got lots of years ahead of us. I mean, we're talking 11 years till he's even 18. So, I mean, so many things can change, you know, uh, high school-wise, college-wise, anything. But I just remember the pressure that it felt to go to college and having mm-hmm. to tell my mom and dad, like, I'm not doing this anymore. Like, this, I'm used mm-hmm. to thank you for spending your, you know, this money on me the first quarter. I'm taking a semester off. I pretended to go back, you know, the semester after. And then I was like, nope, I'm moving. I can make more money doing the same thing I'm doing in a big city. I'm checking out. Like, I want my kid to have life experiences. I want him to be able to, like, go out and do those things and make mistakes, you know, career-wise, job-wise, anything. I want him to figure that out. He'll just be able to watch his sister's mistakes and he'll be Ah, fine. Ah, shut up. No. 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 (laughs) She'll also be successful. Doing whatever she does. <laughs> whatever, uh, OnlyFans 2035 or something like that. Maybe. Hey, listen. I'll, I'll be okay with that. I'll, I'll find a Alex, way to be supportive. Is this, is yeah. this like privileged people chat? Um, no, it's actually, I mean, Ashley did this exact same thing I did. I went away to college because I thought I was supposed to and tanked in the first semester. And I was like, hey, let me quit so I don't rack up any more debt. Yeah. And I still racked up debt because I kept trying to go back. And I'm like, I'm going to quit, but I'm going to go back instead of just saying I'm going to quit. And so I agree. And I will say, like, as I'm in this process for my mom, it's been really hard for her to watch because I think that as a parent, she would have wanted to like I'm my brother was really lucky and he had a substantial down payment and even his first house his in-laws were able to help them with the down payment where Thomas and I are struggling a lot more and with my like mountain of student loan debt you know I don't have we don't have the options that we would normally have and that's not going anywhere and so my mom is really struggling kind of watching us do this and knowing that she just can't help, you know, and that she would not be able to help. And I'm like, Mom, it's all right. Like, you bailed me out so many times. I had to tell her. I was like, you bailed me out. You know, you bailed me out. You know, you did when I was in my early 20s. So right. I can tell it's just hard for her to watch us do it. Um, but it just that it just is what it is. So I agree with you, Ashley, in that, like, encouraging your, your children to. And that's what I'm going to do because Thomas didn't go to college. Um, but encouraging your kids to do what's right for them and, and those other routes um, that don't involve college or student loan debt that are just as lucrative, if not more, so that, you know, you as a parent can maybe help them with their first home purchase or help them pay for a wedding or, you know, all, I'm only saying that because those are the two things that are right in front of me at this moment. But um, yeah, like it, I think it would be really helpful to them. Well, and I was in like your same position, honestly, mm-hmm. when when all this happened, like we were like getting ready, you know, he hadn't proposed yet, but it was like, we were, you know, we want, we knew we wanted to buy a house. We knew we were going to do all these things, mm-hmm. you know, and it was, he was ready to do it. And honestly, like if his grandpa wouldn't have passed away, I mean, and I actually, then I think I was probably making more money than I'm even making now as a nanny. But like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, if I wouldn't have had the job that I had and him like having his, his grandpa passed away. So he had a little bit of money there. I had some money that I could just be like, okay, yeah, I'll work 50 hours extra overtime this week, you know, and I'll make sure that we have the money for it. 
But I mean, if, and if the housing market being where it was, like we would have never been able to buy a house. You know, he had to yeah. debt, and we were dealing with all that same exact thing. And then even when it came down to it, you know, thankfully the market was just where it was at that point. And it's just that it sucks because now it's like the opposite for everyone now. Um, even amid like people losing their homes, you know what I mean? It just, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't quite make sense. So that's why I'm, I just, I want to make sure that they know they can do whatever they want, mm-hmm. but let's be realistic, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, there's exactly a cost right. associated. If there's anything productive from this very vocal generation or time that we're going through, um, I mean, look, a lot of things have to be changed. I was lectured on that yeah. by the councilman today. Um, <laughs> But one of the things needs to be, like, exactly Ashley's attitude. Like, no kid that's, like, younger than eighth grade right now should have the mindset of college, doctor, lawyer. Like, whoa. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. that was my grandma. My grandma has been dead for, Grammy Boysbridge has been dead for 13 years. She's probably rolling in her grave right now, waiting for me and my terrible handwriting to still be a doctor. Um (laughs) Yeah, you can't send your kids to college with with the cost of these things today. No way, no way. No so. way. Yeah. Um, we got to wrap up. Does anybody have any last minute things they they want to hit? I don't think so. Ashley, work is okay. The hotel is is flourishing. Yeah, yeah, it's it's going good. Everything's getting moving at the hotel down the street. Um, still really busy on the weekends. So. Um, yeah, just pining away and hoping to get vaccinated soon, and that's where we're at. I don't know if it's just because of what I see posted or whatever, but whosever goal it was to make the Heights as big as a wannabe influencer trap as possible, <laughs> they hit it out of Succeeded. the park. Yay! I love it. Her name, I don't ever get to see her, but her name is Lauren, um, and then I think it's Lauren and Caitlin that are handling between the hotel and uh, the Heights, and they are. They are kicking ass. They've done a really great job. Um, new menus rolled out, so that's super cool. I got to taste a few things this past week. Um, everything's just, I mean, it's, re- it's really doing really, really well. So it's nice. It's nice to see the flow going good. Yeah. I mean, it was, it's such a general statement, um, but there's, there's some, or a lot of truth to it. It was a great business. And Mm -hmm. if you run a good business, you're going to make it through this. Um, If you're a bad business, this is just going to put you out faster. Like, again, I use all the the department stores, like the JCPenney's and the Bed Bath & Beyond's, wherever the fuck, Pier 1. Like, you can't sell a $399 chair in in this Wayfair life anymore. (laughs) All the pandemic pandemic did was get out. Like, this is not the the economy for you to function anymore. And the Heights and and the hotel was always a good spot, and, and it was able to survive. And every day now I see your new hotel spot being demolished a little bit more. Yeah, that's the old. That's good. That's just gonna be gone forever. But the new one, they're yeah, they're 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 steaming right along. So, um, excited to get everything up and going. I did learn that will be one of my hotels as well. So I'll be like, the the revenue person of the downtown Toledo area. So that'll be good. Fun. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. This, it's got to be because I I don't know. I'm I'm never like downtown seems so far into me. So there was a. Um, Hey, where can I? There was a post on on the Toledo Reddit. Hey, where's there some really modern places? And everybody linked places downtown that I'm not familiar with, but they look super nice and super chic. So much so that somebody said uh, the lofts in the Maumee or whatever uh, towers mm-hmm. in the Maumee were like kind of cheaply made, and some of these other places are just absolutely stunning and with a cost to go with it as well. So it's it's all foreign to me, but. Um, the the Seagate uh, Seagate Hotel slowest demolition I've ever seen. 
So, I, and I, I actually don't know, and I can't speak to this, but you know how Fort Industry Square is all torn up? Yeah. So that's down to the foundation. From my understanding, when the knocking happens, it was not good for Fort Industry Square. I get it. <laughs> so uh, they have to kind of take turns, from my understanding, in like the pieces of the puzzle to make sure that Fort Industry Square doesn't like collapse. So I'm not crazy um, that this has been like the slowest demo ever, right? Yeah, I don't think anyone, I just, I don't think either side were prepared for it to take. I mean, Fort Industry Square wasn't prepared for like the foundation damage that they had. Um, you know, the hotel wasn't prepared for it to, you know, to be so, um, I don't know, you know, so much base, I guess, <laughs> to like drop other buildings. So they just want to make sure everything gets done, you know, the safest way and the, the, the best way possible versus the fastest. Just let a, like a thousand toddlers go crazy on it. The building will be down in an hour. Oh my God, yeah, my probably. nephew, absolutely. He's a hot mess. Parkour! Parkour! <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I will, go ahead, Alex. I will say, um, I forgot, on Monday we'll have an interesting podcast because we tore our wedding venue on Saturday. I forgot to tell Yay. you that. Which one? Um, it's in Ann Arbor, so we're getting married okay. in Ann Arbor, so you all plan to travel. <laughs> Stay tonight. Ashley, you uh, you you will once again be my my wedding date, and we'll be some of the token whites there. But that's totally fine. <laughs> you know, th- I feel like there will be a solid dozen out of 150. <laughs> and look, I ran my I ran I told Justin that I ran his idea by you, and he was all for it. So I'm telling you, consider it. Yeah, no, I, I mean, absolutely. The only I, I talked to Thomas about it, and he was like, "I lo- I really like that, but does he want to do that?" Because <laughs> like, we're like, we don't want to work you. You're gonna have fun. You know what I mean? But um, totally fine, totally fine. Um, but yeah, yeah, we did like that idea. We're touring Weber's Boutique Hotel on Saturday. Well, let me know. You first hospitality has some hotels up there, so if you need group rooms, you let me know. Oh really? Yeah, I will yeah, let I think you know. We, have we two will. Hotels up in we have a Hyatt and then. Um, another hotel there too. Yeah, so we're we're gonna go look at that and see um, see how it goes. Well, good. So I'll have things to share on Monday. Yay! Ashley, la- last thing. Uh, you got any more uh, gossip or info? Like you're hitting these Dunkin' Donuts things out of the park. They opened. They opened yesterday. The, mo- the mommy <laughs> one, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, like the other one, I don't know. I know that they're tearing down. I want to say they said that the rallies is going down in like the spring. Where? On airport in Bern. Wait, they're opening a, a Dunkin' Donuts? Yeah, so they're tearing down the rallies. Not to me. Whoops. Yeah, they're, they're tearing down the rallies. Um, and then they're making it like more turning lanes because of all the accidents that happened there. And then oh, they're going to build a Dunkin', supposedly. <gasps> Rumor has it. You guys, that's like around the corner from me. And if I oh, would have got that house, that would have been like a softball talk. Hold on. T- time out. Like, while I appreciate that, which of us was driving that road at four o'clock in the morning and getting Circle K coffee? You. Having had Duncan there, maybe I could have saved the morning show. Probably nice. not, but I, I would have been in a much better fucking mood than drinking Circle K coffee. And nice. Failing, at least I was failing with flavor. Right. <laughs> it wasn't a failure. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But yeah, when I make that, when I go home and make that left and see cars lined up for day, like I don't know how there is, like I don't ever see accidents in that intersection. I know there are a lot of them. I, um, but 
I don't know how people are ever going fast enough, especially with the turns and stuff. I know they're running reds and stuff, but yeah. there's just so many people lined up to do those turns. That's That's got to be so painful. Yeah, I couldn't do it. I go up Glendale and I take a right on Cass if I have to hit anything up over on that side of the uh, airport. Um, Alex uh, said, F this, I'm done. She's like, she's going to go wait for the Dunkin' Donuts. So yeah. um, <laughs> good, to, uh, good to hear your voice. I'm glad things are going well, work and stuff and kids and all that stuff. Everything sounds as good as it can be. That it is. All right. That it is. Bye. Bye.